Welcome to A Savored Life, a podcast that celebrates the benefits of living intuitively and allowing your instinct to unearth your creative potential. This podcast explores different ways we can tap into our intuition to help us live a more creatively fulfilling life, be it through mindful writing, intuitive cooking, or just simply by establishing intuitive practices that help us slow down or nurture a more positive mindset. Now, most days I get up with a surge of inspiration to either write or with ideas that inspire me to be excited to create something new. But then there are other days that I feel so run down from feeling that I'm a complete failure and that everyone else is doing so much better than me. And I find myself getting stuck in the comparison cycle. Now we all compare our lives to other people, whether it's our professional lives, our personal lives, our bodies, our homes, even our possessions. And even though we hate the way it makes us feel, for most of us, this trap of constantly comparing our lives to others has become like second nature. Now I'll give you an example of one of the biggest comparison cycles I used to be entrapped in. And that was when I moved from my career as a lawyer to following my dreams to become a writer. And slowly I achieved quite a lot in a short period of time. But I never felt like I'd done enough or I could never stop feeling like I'm not good enough and the fact that I felt embarrassed that I hadn't achieved as much as so many people around me had, that my accomplishments were not good enough because other people had done so much better than me. Now, simply thinking that way, that I wasn't great, I stopped talking about the things I did. I didn't really feel like I deserved any kudos for it. And sometimes, I'd be shocked and reminded of what I've achieved. People would say, wow, you've published cookbooks, you've moved from you know a career in the city in London to, to doing what you love. And it was when I realized that they were probably comparing their own lives to mine. And I never stopped to say I was good enough or that I had actually achieved something because I was never matching up to someone else's success. So clearly what I had done was I'd ruined my own happiness, my own accomplishments. So at one stage, I stopped doing this and I took a step back and I patted myself on the back and said, I am good enough and I don't really need to compare myself to anybody. You see, comparison is a sort of liar that always says that our best will never be good enough. And trying to measure your success through that lens is a true recipe for absolute failure and unhappiness. So in today's episode, we're going to discuss how this comparison cycle is a real thief of creativity, of success and of our own value. And where we can really begin this talk is to figure out what this comparison cycle actually does to us. What is it the the negativity that brings into our lives and why we should escape this comparison cycle? So here are some of the things that we lose when we compare ourselves to other people. Now, the first thing that I always think about when 
you feel that horrible sick feeling in your tummy and you compare yourself is that we don't actually stop to celebrate our own wins because we are comparing ourselves to other people and we forget all the good fortune and opportunities that we've been given. We only look at other people's successes and how we could never match up. So that trap of other people's successes are not looking at yourself, in a way we lose so much more than we've actually worked hard to achieve. The second thing that happens when you start to compare yourself with others is that you start to experience depression when you start to compare your lives. And one of the most typical examples I can give you is the world of social media. We're always falling into this trap, into this world that is completely unnatural and unreal because nobody lives their life with perfect tablecloths on dining tables and curated cutlery. Yes, you could do that for a special party, but it's not the way that everyday people live. You know, my dining table is sometimes looking beautiful, but most of the time has homework sprung on it and, you know, different books. And, you know, it, it really messes with my OCD because I want it to look Instagrammable, but that's the reality. And doubling our stress only creates this comparison cycle that negates your energy. Now, I love social media and I love to connect with people out there, but I do take the step away every time I start to feel like that comparison cycle is beginning to make me feel resentment towards people or even feel bad about the people that I actually love when I start to compare myself to them. The third thing that it does to us is that although it's really natural for good things to happen to other people, it's not a good thing for us to constantly compare our lives to them. And sometimes it becomes a problem when people that we love and are close to us in our real world, our life doesn't match theirs. And all we do is just strive to be like them. Now what that does, it not only ruins your own life, but it also makes you bitter and jealous and ultimately damages good relationships, either in business or personal relationships. And I think that this is the time we need to realize that comparison really is important to break away from so that we can actually thrive together with other people that we love and care about. And the final thing that comparison does is that we completely fall in love with this perception of another life and hate the reality that we live in. And we're constantly comparing that. So what I mean is that when we start to compare ourselves to people, say, in social media or friends from real life, we fall in love with that reality and we always think that our house is not good enough, our kids are not perfect enough, you know, everyone's beautiful life and look at mine, it's absolutely rubbish. And not only that, what you do is you break your own positive mental space as well as if you're a creative, that destroys any level of creativity that you could achieve because you just can't look beyond the comparison. So now let's look at a few ways of how we can actually stop this comparison cycle from ruining and destroying our own creative force. Because ultimately we're all creative beings and if we don't nurture our creativity, it won't thrive. And comparison is one of those negative elements that really destroys our creative force. So let's look at my top way of handling this comparison. So one of the ways that you can stop comparing yourself to other people is to begin to really nurture what you have to give to your work and to your family. 
and also just the ability to really take a moment to appreciate and show gratitude to yourself. And ultimately, this podcast theme is always going to be about how you give that intuitive spirit the strength to harness your creativity. Because the one thing I'll say about comparison is that it, as I said, totally drains you of any creativity that you might actually have and makes you feel much worse from even appreciating the things you have created. I know that's easier said than done. And the first thing that I say is don't look at other people's success as competition, but Rather, look at it as a positive competition that helps you drive yourself to be better, that makes you think positively that if they can do it, I can do even better, or that I can do just as well. Ultimately, that will push your creativity forward. And that negative element of comparison can actually be switched around and made positive because it can become your benchmark to push yourself further and create better. My second tip would be to spend a lot of energy celebrating the success of other people. Now, I know that's difficult, but I'll give you a personal example. When I began writing, a friend of mine also began writing at the same time. Now, that friend basically achieved a lot more success than me, much faster and large amount of success. Now, this was the sort of the success that I thought I should achieve. Of course, later I figured out it wasn't what I wanted. But nonetheless, at the time, it made me feel so bad. And instead of letting it really press me down, make me feel bad, I rejected the comparison and I began to really celebrate that person's success. I mean, I literally picked up the phone and called the person. I said, I'm really proud of what you've achieved. High five them and said, you've earned this. So instead of spending my time feeling miserable, I actually felt joy in celebrating that success, that person, instead of feeling cheated and angry from the situation. So I pivoted the change feeling that I felt about negativity and harnessed it into a power that comes from not ruining your own happiness and celebrating it someone else's success. The third way that you can really control the comparison cycle is by stopping your brain from the negative talk. Now, we're all guilty of that negative talk. I definitely am, and I'm always falling pray to that negative talk and I have friends who tell me stop and it's something I've learned that you can spend a lot of time saying things like my work won't be good enough then you know never be as good as that person's you can literally stop from achieving good things so what I would say is you can literally put a foot full stop on negative talk speak to yourself and don't let them creep in. Take a deep breath. Notice what's triggering you from comparing yourself to that person and say, stop. Now, I'll give you an example. When I was early on talking in public, I would go on to a talk and there'd be someone speaking before me and they'd give an amazing talk and I'd sit there in a corner saying, oh my goodness, they have just spoken so beautifully. There is no way I can speak that well. I'm, my talk's going to be completely rubbish. You need to flip it around. And what I do is take a deep breath and say, that talk was amazing. And now that the audience is all warmed up and looking for more fun, I'm so excited that it's going to be me next because literally I'm going to blow them away. And ultimately that talk can totally switch yourself to another space in your mind. It is such a mindful 
exercise to do to speak to yourself. So you can really make it into a beautiful thing. My fourth tip is ties into being happy for other people. And that is to compliment people rather than compare. Whenever you start comparing yourself to someone else, you should really just go right up to that person and compliment the very thing you're jealous of, not just a general thing, but of the very thing. What it does, it totally shifts the focus of the comparison and puts you right back into that celebration mode, which is absolute joy and positivity to your soul. And the final thing is a very simple thing. And that is to focus on your own journey and your own path. Because remember, there's only one you, there's only one you who can create the things that you do and are meant to create on this earth. Whether it's being a great parent, launching a massive business, doing charity work, whatever you do, whether it's writing or craft, art, poetry, Remember, you have your special gifts and your personality traits that nobody else can have. And ultimately, you need to guard your precious time as a creative because every moment that you focus your energy on negativity and comparison is a moment lost creating. So focus on trying to live a life that is free from this comparison cycle and thrive in happiness and positivity and compliment yourself on the amount of good that you have achieved and how incredibly boundless your creative energy is. I hope these tips have helped you think about breaking that cycle of comparison every time you feel it creeping in. I hope it gives you a little bit of food for thought and some mindful positive energy to focus the next time you try to put yourself down when you know you're brilliant and you know you're here for your own purpose. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of A Savored Life. In our next episode, we will talk about the three tips that I can offer you to finding a way to publishing your book of your dreams. If you enjoyed this podcast, please help by increasing its hearing, by sharing and liking this podcast on your own platform. And if you would like to hear more about my offerings, my intuitive courses, my writing courses, please follow me on social at Sumaya Osmani and check out my website, sumayaosmani.com. I'm your host, Sumaya Osmani. And until next time, live a more slower life live a savored life.